Hello, welcome to another episode of Chatbox Podcast. Today's music is called Little Things by Noelle. Enjoy. Hey. <laughs> what? Should we clap on three? No, we don't need to clap on three. Oh anymore. man, this is so funny. All right, well, hello, Chatboxers. It is Paula and Nate wow. from Chatbox. I'm taking control here because I'm in charge. I wear the pants. <laughs> you just go in this like business relationship right into performance mode. <laughs> yeah, just isn't like, it beautiful? You take on this other persona, really? It's like action. We're doing this, really? Yeah. Uh, mm, yeah, probably. I have to like I I told you this earlier, but for our listeners, I have to talk louder mm-hmm. when we're recording because I want the mic to pick up all my confidence. <laughs> <laughs> Um, Does that mean if you uh, <laughs> talk soft, you're just not a confident person? <laughs> no, it doesn't mean I'm not confident. I just sound, like, really not confident. <laughs> <laughs> and since this is a uh, sound platform, oh, I gotta talk a little stronger, talk a little louder. Yeah. But um, exciting news, people. Sure Nate and I are recording in the same plays for the very first time ever. I'm looking at Nate's beautiful man face. <laughs> as i speak right now which is unique for us because um as our listeners might know business partner appropriate to say things like that (laughs) oh my god (laughs) not commenting uh (laughs) so as listeners who have been with us for a while you'll know that i am based in new york nate is based in michigan um I'm actually uh, on a trip back. I'm not sure. There were some flight changes with new employment, and so I'm not sure if I'm actually able to come back for the holidays in November, so I'm jumping on that now, and I was visiting family, and every time I come back to Michigan, there are a certain mm-hmm. amount of people that I try to fit in to my schedule to see and meet, and Nate is one of those people, so ta-da, here we are. This is the first podcast that we've ever recorded. I'm honored. Together. I really am that I'm on your list. Well, I'm not on your list. <laughs> this is just a saying you're on my stand. list is a strong assumption. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm kidding. Can we roll the music? <laughs> roll the music. I'm Paula. And I'm Nate. Welcome Welcome to to Chatbox, where two exes take on weekly challenges for the fun of it. Thanks for taking along with us this week. We are discussing adulthood, expectation versus reality. So this is a hot topic. Hot topic. Hot topic. Um, I'm sorry for my voice today, guys. I've been not sick. (laughs) Allergies. I what? You make a lot of excuses. Mm. <laughs> I'm not sorry <laughs> for my voice. I'm not going to explain anything. All right. <laughs> so. What do they say? Like, don't don't apologize. Thank people instead. Hey, yeah. thank you for your understanding. Thank you for your patience. I'm not at 100% right now from all the traveling I've been doing. See, this. So Nate is confident. And I talk louder no, to pretend to be this, confident. Paula. It's internalized depression. <laughs> it is. Yeah. 
Yeah. Look at this guy walking by. Oh, wow. This is amazing. Yeah. You guys aren't here, but Nate and I are here in We're Michigan. Recording in my car. Watching this guy. <laughs> oh, my God. This is what we should do. We should do a podcast episode just commenting on people walking by. You oh, know? man. Well, there's a man in flannel, and he's waving nice his arms jacket. back and forth. It looks like he's rapping. He's having yeah. a great old time. Well, you know, it's where, you, where I live. You get those kinds of things. I want to be that man. <laughs> God. I was, uh, Paul, you and I were talking, like, would you have ever predicted that, like, at this point in time, we are here now, you know? Like, I always pictured being 25 and being different. Oh, yeah? Mm-hmm. Being 25 and not being here right now in in your hometown? I didn't, th- yeah, I didn't think I was going to be still in my hometown at the age of 25. I mean, I'm glad I got the college education. I just apparently had a failure to launch. <laughs> <laughs> no. Um, all jokes aside, I think, like, your alias job uh, being in a pizzeria is yeah. actually a really respectable sure. position. Um, for being that, 25? Yeah, that you've built up mm. from ground up. I'm a one-man department. Truly, Until yeah. this year. Now I'm a one-man and one-woman department. Oh, uh, I this make is up not the man part. this is the pizzeria guys, not pizzeria. <laughs> not chat box. No. <laughs> I mean, also the but, same department standings in chat box, but mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, also true. Also true. I am. Um, Did you think I'm this is talent. where you'd be at this point in time in your life? This is um, this is different, but mm-hmm. it's also much further than where I thought I'd be. Really? I yeah, I truly never thought growing up that I would ever get out of Michigan. No kidding. Yeah. Um you I just, you didn't just have, be stuck? Yeah. I didn't really mm. have the fiscal resources to travel yeah. when I was younger. Sure. Um and as I shared on social media, one of my greatest fears, um, I had a difficult upbringing mm-hmm. so so for that reason you just thought you were gonna be stumped for the rest of your life yeah well i was afraid of being <laughs> stumped ah. for the rest of my life and it was almost too much to like sure. believe that i would be more right but i don't know be yeah. more paula hashtag be more be more hashtag be more <laughs> so i guess we can go into a topic that's a good transition yeah. into adulthood expectation versus reality so you expected to not be in your hometown uh no but can we just admire this couple now walking by oh so (gasps) cute is it a same-sex couple in rural michigan i honestly can't tell i'll be so proud you know they could just be really good friends no i don't think that's a same-sex couple no nope they're they're cuddling up yeah Really just but they might be same sex. I can't tell. To give some people some context, we're on a boardwalk right now. <laughs> so <laughs> <parked> <laughs> <laughs> next to a boardwalk, and there's some people walking by. Yeah, so we're seeing um, some interesting things. There are fishermen to our right. There is a bridge to our left, and a potentially same sex couple in front of us. Either way, I'm happy. Doesn't matter. They're they a same sex couple. Love. They're just a couple. They're, yeah. Yeah. I was just surprised because in rural Michigan, we there's yeah people like that rare. exist here too. Yeah, yeah, no, they exist everywhere. I'm just glad that they feel comfortable <laughs> walking around. Paula, get woke. Oh, you're right. I'm problematic sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. Did I ever? Oh God. I'm 25 now. I'll be 26 next summer. Mm-hmm. I feel like at the age of 25, like that's your entire foundation, like. This is what you're building off of now. Um, like, you, you can't grow as fast as you could 
um, from zero to 25. Like once you pass 25, I feel like from like 26 to 50, that's when you start getting obligations. That's when you start getting bogged down by other things. Um, and so, I don't know, that's kind of scary. That's kind of concerning. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, where did I picture myself at 25? I had absolutely no idea. I was the kid growing up where they asked me, you know, what do you want to do when you grow up? And I had ideas, but I had no idea what I wanted to do with my life. Like, nobody ever encouraged me to think, like, where do you want to be when you're 30? Mm. Um, And I was more of, I just want to play video games at home (laughs) and eat free food. (laughs) (laughs) I didn't didn't think big picture as a little kid. uh, (laughs) The deadbeat kid. (laughs) I mean, I got really good grades and, like, I, I went to U of M. So, obviously, I got into a great college. But once I got to college, it was more of, okay, like, this is the next thing now. Now I got to do this and finish a degree. But, like, I I never planned ahead, which was really problematic. (laughs) And it's probably why I'm here now. (laughs) Um, But, uh, and I guess everything has worked out so far. But it's also, sometimes I feel like if you don't take enough initiative, life will decide for you. Like, life is going to happen no matter what. And if you take initiative and you get ahead of life, you can at least guide it in the direction you want to go. Mm-hmm. Whereas if you wait, life is going to happen. And if you just have to hit deadlines and deadlines and deadlines and procrastinate until you finally get there, like, life will be the thing that decides for you what you end up doing. Mm-hmm. You know? No, absolutely. Because if you don't take initiative, you, you're you left with the options that other people didn't right. take. Right, 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 right. That's kind of what happens. Yeah. So. Um, hmm. That's, that's... So, yeah, so you didn't really have expectations in the, in the first place. <laughs> I had no idea. Yeah, looking back at it, I had absolutely no idea what I was... I, I remember in high school, I was good at math and science, and so I saw my brother go into school of engineering, and I decided, okay, like, I'm good at math and science, that's what I'll do, too. And then that's where it stopped. Mm. I did not look forward or beyond, like, okay, once I have an engineering degree, what am I going to do with it? Mm. Um, where am I going to live? Um, that kind of thing. And that's a big mistake on my end. I should have done more research. I should have cared more when I was a teenager. Mm. <laughs> um, but, I don't know. You live and you learn. You live and you learn. You live and you learn, to Paula. S- to school for cool. Yeah. Right? To school for cool. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I just went so. to school, played my video games, that was that. So oh, that's pretty cool. Paula, uh-huh. you think you... Okay, well, obviously you thought you were going to be stuck in Michigan. Hmm. Yeah. Well, uh, I... I about New York? You moved to New York about a year ago. Yeah. What were your expectations of living in New York versus the realities of living in New York? Oh, uh, well... Oh, jeez. Oh, <laughs> That's a whole nother thing. Um, yeah. Just to go on what we were talking about before, um, and then I can talk about New York. Um, when I was growing up, mm-hmm. I I also didn't really have a clear picture of what exactly I would be doing, but I yep. knew that I loved teaching, I loved dancing, I love... I, I'm not, like, a huge fan of choreography, but I'll do it. Mm-hmm. Um, I like to collaborate on choreography a lot. And then... I liked doing behind-the-scenes work. Like, I like putting things together. I Mm -hmm. like um, being organized, as ironic as that sounds. (laughs) (laughs) That's very ironic. Uh, (laughs) I think you you like being organized if you're paid to be organized. Yeah. What drama, drama, guys. I wasn't getting paid for my last job to do all of the work. So, anyway. 
<laughs> well, that's why you no longer work. Yeah. So I knew I mean, that when I against it or anything is just you know it's just, just it is what it is. People can't expect other people to work for free. Yeah, or just ah, oh, gosh, it just doesn't work that way. Everyone has bills to pay. Everyone has bills to pay, especially in New York. Yeah. So um. Yeah, especially rent. Jeez, <laughs> yeah. So um. Anyway, I always knew I would be doing something mm-hmm. um, in the arts. I just, like, didn't know what. And I also, I kind of identify as one of those multi-potentialities. Sure. Someone who doesn't really have one calling. Right. Um, you could do multiple things. Yeah. So the American dream is just for people who aren't in the loop on this. Um, their potentials where they, you know, see a TV show or they go to the hospital and there's a nurse mm-hmm. and they love this nurse and this mm-hmm. nurse inspires them and they want to become a nurse so they do well in school mm-hmm. and they go to college, nursing school, blah, 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 that stuff. They take the steps and they become a nurse and they're happy with their lives just being a nurse, mm-hmm. um, which is great because you found your passion, your calling, yeah. X, Y, Z. Um, I feel like a lot of people in the arts also kind of have this narrative. They can't. Right live doing anything else i am um not (laughs) not that kind of person i think uh like i just described i like dancing i like teaching i like program management i like blah 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 blah. so it it was it was kind of hard for me to decide exactly right one direction you at least had an idea of like the field you wanted to end up in yeah which is more than i had yeah yeah so i like kudos to you for that you know uh, How is an 18-year-old supposed to know what they want to do for the rest of their lives? Yeah, that's also uh, I wish tricky. Someone, like, shook me awake when I was 18, when I was graduating high school. Like, mm. you need to figure out exactly what you want to do. Did you ever talk to guidance counselors? No. No. <laughs> and that's Straight the end up, of that. no. <laughs> Did anyone tell you to talk to a guidance counselor? I just thought, like, everybody... Like, that was just, like, a natural thing. Like, everyone just figured it out yeah honestly oh. <laughs> like what do guidance counselors tell you to do like go try like a whole bunch of different unique classes your first year mm. and see what you like and then go from there but even learning about a topic versus applying said topic is drastically two different things you know mm-hmm. people who take criminal justice classes and learn about the law um it's not at all being similar to being a police officer, right? Yeah. Sure, you know the law, but do you know how to, like, enforce the law? You know, do you know how to regulate people uh, when people don't want to abide by the law, you know? Right, right. It's like, it's one thing to identify you're breaking the law right now, right? The, but then the books don't tell you what to do when they go non-compliant on you. Right. <laughs> Which maybe they do. Um, and But, like, I don't know. I'm trying to think. Mm. Like, to learn how to dance doesn't tell you about the dance industry. It just tells you about how to dance. Right. Does that make sense? Yeah. It doesn't tell you about, like, the struggles you're going to have when going to auditions and when you are one of 100 people auditioning for one role. Uh, It doesn't tell you about, you know the lack of appreciation of art for your field, you right, know? Yeah. Um, I mean, if you get a good teacher, obviously those topics mm-hmm. and those discussions are going to come up. But, right. yeah, you're right. Like it doesn't, Does that make like, sense, though? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, sure, you might learn Calc 4 and Physics 3 or something like that, but that doesn't teach you anything about rocket science. Right. Or, like, if you learn calculus, it doesn't mean you can teach calculus. Yeah. Is, like, another way. And so uh, I've always struggled with that. Um, Just because, sure, you can take a whole bunch of different classes, but that, like, I don't know. The aha moment. Yeah. I feel like it has still not hit me what I absolutely want to do. 
Oh. <laughs> but I do feel like within the last two years, I've explored further and more and decided, you know, like, this could be really cool. This could be really cool. Like, mm-hmm. I could be really passionate behind this. I could do that. Um, and it's just a matter of finding the schedule that will give me enough free time to do so rather than right. my busy-ass pizzeria. <laughs> yeah. Um, I think, you know what, I think the aha moment is overrated. You think it's it's overrated? Yeah, I think it's for those potentials. Well, I disagree with you, Paula. You're wrong, I'm right. Well, (laughs) I guess I'll just go now. (laughs) (laughs) Um, No, I think, like, the aha moments happen for those potentials. Sure. Where they have those, like, I want to do this and I'm going to do this and I'm happy just doing this. And that's great. That's amazing. And those are the narratives that we hear as, like, Americans. Right. But, Everyone always has, like, that one story that inspires them to do this one thing. But really, it's a culmination of those stories that they build it on. It's a culmination. I I can see that. And a bunch of steps. And Mm -hmm. it's also, like... The desire to do something right um and like you were saying i thought it was interesting like say you like law enforcement or you sure. like following the rules it doesn't sure. teach you how to you know apply enforce <laughs> yeah apply rules or enforce rules but yeah. those are like if you really truly love law enforcement mm-hmm. then you're gonna grow those skills you're gonna do things right to to make that better so you can steer your life like right. you were saying but um, relevant topic but also kind of similar mm-hmm. um, for that reason I do think like politicians should be police officers at one point in time or just job shadow police officers because like politicians and the laws that they create are the things that other people below them have to enforce mm-hmm. but then it's the people who are further down below the bureaucracy of things that actually see the impacts mm-hmm. um, that certain policies actually have on the world um, I just think that'd be really interesting I think that in general I mean any it's like undercover boss when people get too far up in their company that they forget what it looks like down below just because they're so far detached from those other worlds. Right. That should always, you know, be an important thing to look at. Right, right. Anyways, go ahead. Yeah. I don't, I don't know where I was going. Oh, so the difference <laughs> between my expectation for New York. Yeah, yeah. Wow. <laughs> we just went down a really big rabbit hole yeah. there, didn't we? I hope this makes sense. Um how we're trying to describe this but at the end of the day i just want people to know that um you don't have to have your life figured out right away yes you do uh (laughs) if you do great kudos if you don't get your crap together start doing research about yourself yeah no figure out like just be self-aware do more things experience more so you can have a more informed opinion one year from now before you have to make a big big decision in your life yeah get out there even like if you like video games my sister um, is now doing video game development work. Really? Yeah, or like she's going to school to mm. learn about it and eventually do it. But that's um, cool, I guess. Yeah, no, she she spent hours doing video games. Like it was all yeah. she wanted to do all the time. Right. Um, that's a big thing though, too. Just because you like playing video games doesn't mean you necessarily like creating games. Exactly, and she she. Yeah. I think she, like, explored some other options that yeah. she was interested in because she had skills and other, yeah. other yeah, things. Yeah. But with video games, she's kind of sticking to it. So it's kind of that cool. law enforcement thing. Like, if yeah. you don't have the skills, you're going to do stuff that will build those skills. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah. So, so New York. figure it out, people. <laughs> yeah, so New York. Um, I swear. So I was working in Massachusetts uh-huh. uh, for a year. I asked everyone. I knew my contract was going to end around yeah. September 2018 and I told everyone I was like hey I'm looking for a job I want to move away from Massachusetts and I don't want to move to New York that is my only prerequisite do you have anything and no one 
no one could give me anything. Really? Um, yeah, because everything started, like, earlier in mm. September. Um, so, uh, I don't know. I, I met my previous employer at a donor event. It was great. I loved uh, the company and what she talked about and everything. So, I decided I would, you know, swallow my pride and just move to the big city. <laughs> <laughs> Take um, what you can get. Yeah, East Coast, Beast Coast. East Coast, Beast Coast. Um, I thought New York would be dirty. I thought it would be mean. I thought it would be hard to navigate. I thought um, people would always be talking to me all the time. Yeah. I thought I wouldn't have any space. Right. Um, I thought rents would be insanely high. I I don't know. I have, And then, like, everything else I kind of left up to, like, well, right. if, it, if it's a problem, I'll figure it out. Which, from my understanding, just about all of those are true. Really? Yes. No. <laughs> yeah. New York isn't as dirty Rent as you high. think. Rent it's is so high. It's so dirty. Rent is high. Going to those touristy places, it's so dirty. Tourist? Well, I mean, it's dirty everywhere. So it is dirty. But it's dirty everywhere. It's not like New York <laughs> isn't more or less dirty than the rest of New York. Or, wow, the rest of America. Look around right now. You see any dirt around you? Yes. Where? There's literally grass right in front of us. Where does grass come Oh, my from? God. <laughs> My Me God. being a smartass. Yeah, you are. <laughs> um, this is actually a pretty clean area now that I come to look at it. Good job, people who live in my city and keep our city clean. Yeah, it's clean. It's mm. clean. <laughs> yeah. New York isn't, isn't... I mean, like, some parts of New York are dirtier than others. It depends yeah. on the neighborhood. Um, where I live, which is... Um, Rent is ridiculous in New York. That's also a dirty thing. Rent is insane. Rent is a very, very dirty thing in oh, New York. Oh, yeah. It's slimy. Um, it's slimy. Oh, gosh. Rent, people. I was looking at one place. It was, like, literally a closet. And I think rent was, like, about a 1000 wow. a month. And, and, like, the people lived right next to a Chinese restaurant that had cockroaches. Oh. Like, I know. And they were, like, going all of the, over all of these things. They didn't have, like, a laundromat right there or oh anything. God. Like, it was just, like, this, like crap hole yeah that is pretty terrible yeah i was just like um <laughs> i'll let you know <laughs> the people uh, I, I don't think the people are mean granted no, the people, people are I not mean to when i visited they were mostly tourists as well so they were all like oh you're a really nice stranger yeah <laughs> like you're also a really nice stranger where are you from <laughs> i'm like not here and like where are you from also, also not, not here. here it's like wow new york is such a mean place Oh, no. <laughs> no, New York, I think New Yorkers are gu more guarded mm. than where we grew up in the Midwest, Michigan. Um, dating must be terrible in New York. Oh. Uh, dating is terrible everywhere, though. Dating it's is also terrible. terrible here. Actually, that's, a, that's an expectation. Dating? Yeah, dating. How do you think dating would be in your adult life? Hmm. Kudos to Nate here, myself. Good job, Nate. Um, actually, that's one of the things like I forced myself to start doing in college to date, mm -hmm. just so like I could actually figure that out and figure out all those processes. <laughs> processes. <laughs> My God. Step by step. The procedures. Ask girl the out. Executions. <laughs> Enjoy date with girl. Yeah. Check. <laughs> Ask girl on another date. <laughs> the checklist. Yeah, and all Continue. that. Continue. Um. Then I moved back to rural Michigan, out of Ann Arbor. And, no, yeah, it was actually, it followed my expectations. It's everything I thought it would be. Oh, Pretty really? terrible. Oh. <laughs> I went on a couple dates, and that's all I needed, and I realized, wow. 
Okay, this is going to sound very elitist, but I'm going to go ahead and say this anyways. Okay. To date at U of M is such a privilege because you're in such a high intelligent demographic Mm-hmm. Um, to date in, right? And everyone's your age. Everyone is your age. Everyone goes to college, so you're into the same chapter of life. Everyone's you know? young and not jaded yet. And it's so easy to meet people in college. Oh, my uh-huh. God. Go to class. You sit next to someone. You're BFFs for the semester. And then mm-hmm. if you're BFFs for the semester, then you'll still hang out for the year. And then if you hang out for the year, you'll still hang out for the following, you know, college career of yours. Um, whereas... <laughs> Like, where in the world do you meet people in the real world? You know, when you don't go to class anymore, you're not a part of student orgs anymore. Um, and you don't go to church because I'm just not religious. Granted, <laughs> I don't want to meet my person at church either. Right, because then it's going to be someone religious, obviously. <laughs> <laughs> and you're not religious. <laughs> yeah, non-religious people need to meet on Sundays just as, like, social activities. Just, there need to be, just, <laughs> there needs to be like, non-religious brunches to, to go to. Just to be a gathering. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Just um, to be a part of a community, you know? Yeah, I mean, yeah, I agree with you. Meeting people after college is significantly harder. Oh, and strangers. Uh, it creates a whole new dynamic. Like, go ahead. Sorry, I've been talking. Yeah, <laughs> no. Take a turn. Uh, oh, no, it's okay. No, I'm fascinated by what you have to say. Okay, great. Strangers. <laughs> oh. <laughs> go ahead, go ahead. <laughs> the idea of a stranger in college is like, oh, yeah, I just don't know this person yet, but... We can talk, we can hang out, like, they're probably, like, a student or a friend of a friend or someone you see, like, at a social gathering or a party, depending on what you go to. Mm-hmm. Um, and then strangers in the real life, just because they're no longer guaranteed around your age range, mm-hmm. that's a whole new dynamic. Yep. Um, also because you absolutely have no idea um, who they are. Like, I don't know, I've met some pretty interesting people. Uh, uh-huh. Yeah go into it but <laughs> i'm not gonna name any names but <laughs> i felt yeah i felt safer about meeting new people in college than i did here um in rural michigan yeah well also i guess we forget about this but you know like college is pre-screen mm-hmm. students it really so is. like yeah you're literally think, given a batch what? of like-minded educated people like sixty thousand plus people apply but only like five thousand to six thousand get in mm-hmm Wow, that's like one in one in ten. It's pretty crazy. One in ten. One in ten. Pre-selected. Pre-filtered. Your dating pool is yeah. Yeah, pre-filtered. Pre. That's what I think. <laughs> that's what really, I really though. Pre-filtered. <laughs> Which is terrible. Jeez. It's absolutely terrible to say because it's pretty terrible because diversity is the spice of life. Like that's what makes sure. things interesting. That's what creates ingenuity. It's interesting to think of college as an institution and how it. Um, perpetuates, you know, the smart, rich people who can afford and understand and have the responsibility to go to a big college like U of M Mm -hmm. will meet other people who do the same, if not are um, rich enough to pay for it on their own and that kind of thing and how they got in. Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah, fascinating stuff. Yeah, it's pretty crazy. Yeah, I think, like, I don't know. Honestly, meeting people, it's hard because you have to kind of find consistency because I feel like once you become an adult... You have your community and you become a yeah. little bit more guarded yeah. by other people approaching you because they don't have any reason. What to communities you. do you belong to in your adulthood now? Um 
da, da, da. <laughs> work. I have work. Really? Yeah. It. I really just have work and I'm starting to work in family because I still live yeah. essentially at home. Yeah. <laughs> in New York, I have uh, the gym. <laughs> oh, there you go. So, but I mean, running, but even running, then, yeah, you there meet, are a bunch of running groups. You meet so few people. Yeah. I think if I did it's like some to... group stuff with runners, but yeah. I'm just so slow. I'm just so slow. <laughs> I just don't I want to be their friends, that. but then they run away from me. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and I, try to I just catch can't up. <laughs> take that ego hit. Oh no. <laughs> so, um, yeah, work, which I didn't really have cause I was, um, I worked remotely mostly from my previous employer. So I'm excited to start this new job. Right. So you can actually meet some more people too. Yeah. Yeah. That's the only reason to get a new job but, to meet new people. Yeah. <laughs> um, I think another thing in adulthood is you have to realize that you are going to need to make effort. Yeah. Efforts to meet people. Like yeah. Anywhere. No, that's a huge thing. There are people. And college um, was so easy because you had these other reasons that forced you to interact with the same people over time who eventually yeah, became consistently. friends. Yeah, consistently. Yeah. And you, you bonded into over the same material. Yeah, you actually got to put in a lot more effort. Yeah. I get it. Because people you see, they, um, that might be the only time you see them. Yeah, um, true. I think if I hadn't, like, reached out to you, I, I would have seen you those, like, couple of times. Yeah. Um, oh, you mean at the end of college? Uh, no, when we were dating... Well, this is this. This was my sophomore year, your junior year, supposedly of college. Um, I saw Nate. Supposedly, he stood out. Yeah, supposedly. <laughs> um, and I made the effort to reach out and talk to yeah. him. And uh, because we... of that, our lives were intertwined. Because ah. of that, like effort. But if I hadn't like made that effort, yeah. I don't know if we would have ever met. Albeit, we did have like res staff to fall back on, right. talk about, and relate to. But... So here's the thing. Um, I think, granted, I don't know, maybe I just live in a naive world, but uh, dating back in college versus dating in adulthood, like, I feel like people don't put in as much effort once they get into adulthood into meeting the other person. Like, I have not really ran into other people who are equally invested as much as I am into establishing a relationship to begin with, which is just very um, burdening. Burdening. (laughs) Burdensome, yeah. (laughs) Uh, Whereas, like, in college, like, um... I mean, like, even when you and I met, like, I think we were just, like, very excited to get to know each other. And that, like, played a huge difference in terms of meeting new people. I don't Mm. know if that makes sense or not, but... No, yeah. I get what you're saying. Yeah. Yeah, I think I was more open in college, just generally speaking. Um, It was easier because people just, like, fell into your lives. You're constantly being introduced to new people with different classes. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Hmm... I don't know. Yeah. Da- uh, I haven't noticed, like, less or more effort mm-hmm. in terms of, like, trying to build a relationship. I have noticed I am more picky. Ah. I deal with way less crap. Do you think you have to be more picky, though, because there's less filters in the real world? You know what, people? I think... Elitist. You're a I terrible person. Never Paul. settle. I do not settle. Um, <laughs> I used to be told that my standards were way too high. For really? the man I was looking for. Yeah, they like people would constantly yeah. tell me like no no man like that exists really? unless he's gay. Yeah. Huh. <laughs> and I was like, Well, I'm gonna find the one straight one then. Like, <laughs> I don't care. 
the point one percent. Yeah, like I, I'm not. Uh, I don't know. We talked about this actually, but soulmates. I'm not yeah. a big believer that there's like one soulmate, right. but I do think that there are like there's soul friends, soul people. Yeah, you people have soul you people with. out there. Yeah, yeah, you have your community, and I think like it's okay yeah. to just wait and find those people right. and be open. To those people being unique or different than what you expected. Mm-hmm. Um, All right, Paula. Mm-hmm. Final takeaways. Final take. Are we almost done? <laughs> yeah, it's sitting at thirty-one thirty right now. What? what? <laughs> Shut what? the front door. No way. Wow, these are so much faster in person. And you thought we were going to talk about other things on top? Of I this. really did. Oh my gosh, I didn't even get. Okay, wait. Let me just look at my notes really quick. You didn't even go through the rest of your notes. Expectation: oh, no. hurry, Everything would hurry. be clear in adulthood. This is a lie. Reality: Nothing is clear. There is no structure to life. We kind of touched on this. Like it's okay not to know what you're doing as long as you're making initiatives and right. going after something. That's the biggest thing. Just go after something. Um, expectation number two: Adulthood will be great, and I'll stay in touch with everyone. That's a lie. You will not stay in touch with everyone <laughs> <laughs> unless you make efforts. So build that data yeah. sheet like immediately, yeah, yeah, yeah. people, because you will lose touch real quick, especially if you all move around. Um, that's just something that I experienced. Right. And then reality, oh, I never came up with a third expectation. That is okay. I didn't come up with any to begin with. But my right, big takeaway, <laughs> yeah, I guess you like... In any experience, you will never know what it's truly like until you're in it yourself. And so yeah. it's hard to have accurate expectations of what you will be like five years from now. Great. Because um, things change all the time. You also change all the time. So, yeah. But I don't. I'm perfect. Oh, yep. <laughs> Nate <Natal, laughs> boy, old buddy pal. Do we decide what we're going to do for next week? Yeah. My takeaway, really quick, Oh. is uh, just be adaptable, people. Just, it's okay. Life is going to be all right. Just keep moving forward. Keep swimming. Yep, that's it. Okay. All right. So Efficiency. For, for next week. Perfect transition. We have been inspired once again by another um, YouTuber, Ryan Trahan, who reaches out on social media <laughs> to, to celebrities and tries to get them to respond. Super, super funny guy. Um, How do you define inspire? Like, <laughs> I, I did this even before. Um, oh, really? This guy did this, yeah. Not, you just reached out to celebrities? Not to the extent, but like, like Julian Smith, for example. I oh, once, yeah? Uh, yeah, I once just tweeted him. I was like, hey, I'm excited for the new podcast you're doing after you came back. Oh, wow. Um, he said, hey, thanks, Nate. And I was like, that meant the world to me. Oh, <laughs> that's so cute. But anyways, yeah, that's what we're going to be doing. We're going to be reaching out to 100 plus celebrities. Uh, Paula, 100 over plus? 10 plus? 10, 20, 15, 10 celebrities a day, 25 total, 10 celebrities a day. So by 10 the end celebrities of the week, a day. yeah. So by the end of the week, 70 celebrities. Okay. 70. So makes I'm just going to do it 70 in a single day. Oh my. 70. You gotta however you time want to respond to you. 70. However you want <laughs> prior to the next day of recording. And we will And we'll let you know if we get any responses. Paula on Instagram, myself on Twitter, because Paula hates Twitter, so I will do that now. Yeah. And all of it, honestly, like, (laughs) me and Twitter right now, it's just, (laughs) it's useless. (laughs) 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 But a good, fun way. It makes a positive impact on people. That's good. That's important. Mm -hmm. Wow. All right. Yeah. So thanks, Ryan Trahan. Mm -hmm. We're we're looking at you. I'm going to reach out to Trahan. To Ryan. Yeah, see if he responds. To you. <laughs> yeah, I'll let He'd him know. He'd be a hypocrite. 
if he did it himself but didn't respond to other people who reached out to him, right? Do you think? Call I think he out. would just be... <laughs> I think he'd just be living his life. <laughs> think of all the people that, like, reach out to him. All right, 35 minutes. All right. Hey, thanks for tuning in. Make sure to follow us on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram at Chatbox Podcast and share the podcast with your friends. <laughs> also, don't forget to check out our website, chatboxproductions.weebly.com, for all of our episodes, show notes, podcast history, and submit questions or challenges you'd like to see featured in the show. Finally, we have a challenge for you. Head over to iTunes and leave a review of the show should you be so daring or share this podcast on your social media. It really helps us grow our community and improves the quality of our services. And with that, it's either going to be a great time or a great story. See you next week on Chatbox. Chatbox. Blah, 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 blah. Blah, 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 blah. Blah, 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 blah. Blah, 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 blah. <laughs> All right. All right. All right.